Well, hello and welcome to the Edgewood 4G podcast. My name is Kyle Parks. I'm the discipleship pastor here. And I'm joined today with Chris Rogers, our youth pastor, and Micah Konkusen, our youth assistant, who's been with us for all of a month now. I think one day less than a month. One He's day rocked less it out, though. Yeah. He's rocked it out, though. Awesome. So we're here today, and we would love to have a conversation uh, just amongst the three of us about youth and young adults ministry. So we lead these ministries here. I was youth pastor for six years until Chris took over a year and a half ago or so. And then Micah, like we said, just kind of came on. But maybe before we kind of get in this conversation, Micah, just share a little bit about yourself, just because people are trying to get to know you better and find out who you are and what you do, what you enjoy doing, those kinds of things. So, Well, if they know anything, they should let me know. <laughs> uh, my name is Micah. Um, I can say my last name, but it won't be right. <laughs> Konkusen. Um, that's how I say it. That's how I'm going to say it. That's how I say it. Yeah, I'm Because that's how you do. say it. When people Wait, say Kankasan, it annoys me. I don't know. I guess, the, Wait, what? I guess the K is supposed to sound like a G, but who knows, oh. man. Let's keep it. It's not a real name. In my mind, I'm trying to say it, and I can't. <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> Anyways. One. Uh, yeah, I've been working here for one day less than a month, okay. and I've been enjoying it. I worked here for... Not worked here, but I was here as a volunteer for two years now okay. a little over two years and then two and a half years is when i first showed up here um two and a half years and three weeks is when i officially came here but we weren't meeting with mainspring yeah and that was just a fun little story of trying to get a hold well of we people. have to tell it because yeah, yeah. micah was trying to get involved with mainspringer young adults ministry here and we normally meet sunday nights but we didn't meet for like a few Sunday nights, like in a row, or or different places, or something. And he kept showing up, though. He kept coming and praise God. Like you didn't like give up (laughs) and just like you know what, forget these guys. I'm gonna go somewhere else. But you kept coming and got involved. You got you and your family joined, and now you're on staff. So it's just cool to see God's hand and all that. So and you're also taking some classes, correct? I am. Yeah, I'm currently taking college writing and Old Testament survey, and then that'll be for the next four weeks. And then after that, I'll be moving on. To the next two. (laughs) All right, and that's through Moody? Yep, Moody Online. Awesome. Very good. All right, Chris, so I want to start with just some conversation about youth ministry. and We've been in this world for a long time. Chris, you've probably been involved with student ministry for 10 years or more than that, 12 years? Yeah, it's got to be pushing like 12. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, very good. But who's counting? Right? Yeah. (laughs) Who's counting? Exactly. Uh, but you've been in this position now as a youth pastor for, I guess, a year and a half now. Yeah. So is there anything since, you know, coming on staff and kind of taking over this uh, position here, is there anything that surprised you that kind of caught you off guard as far as, you know, being on staff and then having this ministry like under you now at this right. time? Right. I mean, so that's one thing that uh, it's weighty, the idea of stepping into ministry, understanding what ministry is, and, and uh, it's weighty. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, you're that what you're just describing of having this ministry that's that's hanging under me that uh, yeah it's tough on that the, I think the first thing that I was surprised by was uh, I walk in first day of work and I've got a standing desk and my standing desk is as low as it can go with the preschool chair 
sitting at, <laughs> sitting at it. And I'm like, oh, we have pranks here. We're oh, funny. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, this is like the fire station without all the swearing. So this is... <laughs> <laughs> so just a little... Hazing from our senior adults pastor, probably. Oh, we're going to say that. (laughs) Your name might have got thrown around as being the culprit on that. I I don't do those kinds of things. I don't hold anything against you. (laughs) Just brave chairs. Oh, my word. (laughs) So, yeah, man. uh, It's anything that surprised me. Um, Especially like ministry in this day and age. Yeah. I think for the most part... um, I've settled in pretty easy, and I think a lot of that comes from just the years, right? So you were the you were the youth pastor for six, six seven, years. six years, and so even that whole time, uh, you, dude, you were pouring into me and mentoring me through it and giving me opportunities, uh, and then even before you, the the youth pastor before yeah. you was doing the same, and so mm-hmm. man, I just have some, have had some good guys pouring into me, yeah, and so I felt pretty confident stepping into it. Um, but yeah, this I think reaching this generation's tough. It's a balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about this a lot, you and I. It's this balance of uh, the apologetics of knowing what you believe, this head understanding of it, but uh, also how do we get that to transcend to their heart so they have a full like that's what they believe, right. not just head knowledge. But then they're in a culture right now that's saying that everything you feel is what's true, and so man, you're just wrestling through these components, and how do we? How to really, really, you know, bring that together where students begin to own their faith. Right. And if we have them a couple hours a week and teenagers on average are on their phones for four to eight hours a day. Yeah. And then, you know, perhaps some of them are in public school, you know, engaging in social media and different outlets like that. I mean, they're going to get many more messages from the culture than they're going to get from you know, godly leaders in their lives. So that's why we do obviously encourage, push them to make their faith their own, to yeah. be in God's word, to be praying, to growing on their own through all of that. And uh, we come alongside and try to help them, but also equip parents and encourage parents as well in that discipleship process. But but yeah, they, they have to own it for themselves. Yeah. The, the social media part that you just mentioned is huge. Uh, I had a student that they're like, well, hey, like, I think it's like this. And they begin to explain how they believe God works and, and how the universe was formed and all of this. And I'm like, where did you hear? Because mm. like listening to it, I'm like, this is outlandish. Okay. Right? And and I'm like, where did you hear this? And they're like, well, it's a TikTok that I saw. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, right? right? But so social media is so influential. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, even like this with having a podcast, we've at least got a presence yes. out there. And how do we take and increase our presence in that same world where we can speak truth, where there's a lot of clutter uh, that's speaking, I mean, a lot of lies to our students. Yeah, yeah. So what do you see in Micah being on staff all of a month now? You know, what kind of things have surprised you uh, with <laughs> Probably with how ministry? horrible his boss is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, going from a volunteer to now on staff and, and being more involved in the whole process, the planning, the teaching you know, those kinds of things. What kinds of things are you seeing as far as uh, student ministry? And are there any surprises there? Any things that uh, were kind of new for you? I don't think anything's new. Uh, I just am teaching now. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's that's a great part of it. I get to study the Bible and mm. then present that. And so that's exciting. That's always what we want in ministry. But if I was to just be a volunteer... I, I would still be fine with that. Okay. Um, yeah. It's just been 
it's just been a learning process and I feel like I'm just working here to learn mm. and that's what it's been for the past month. Yeah. I'm part of the I think there's a new generation. I don't know it now. But um, our students, yes. I think, are the same generation type. I've heard of this, but me. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. Is this Alpha? Is that it? So it's Gen Z, know. then Alpha? Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah. But I'm, I'm Gen Z, and I think most of our students are Gen Z. Mm -hmm. And so I think even just, I think I was the first part of that, and then they're the second half of yeah. it. Yep. Even then, there's been enough change. I don't know if it was... I, I never know if it's been generational or mm -hmm. just how I was raised, yeah. but uh, I'm on my phone a bit, mm -hmm. but I'm not, I don't care about social media, and so for me, yeah. I feel like some old man not knowing how to relate to students sometimes, <laughs> and so just those Why did you point to him? Because he's old. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the abuse. This is what I'm talking about. I need union representation. That's our uh, yeah. <laughs> Um But yeah, um... I just get to see how they react to different things. Yeah. I think that's the fun part each week is seeing where they're at, what's going on, and then figuring out what to do from there. It's like puzzle solving. Yeah. 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 I'm going to brag on Micah for just a second. When uh, Mike and I first started talking about the potential of him taking this position as the youth assistant, he shared one thing. And I was like, listen, man, I want to take and raise up leaders. I want to take in and raise up people who are capable of replacing me, who are yeah. capable of replacing you in ministry. And I think that's part of what we're supposed to be doing is, is making disciples. Uh, and, and so I'm like, listen, like, this is what it would look like. You would be doing these things. And he was like, even if I don't get the position, will you still do that with me? Will you still take and teach me That's these things? Good. And so yeah. it was just a cool, uh, as a, like a rabbit trail here, just a cool opportunity, just like to see what his heart is for ministry. Yeah. And so yeah, it's cool. And I think that's really, that's great because we want to see that happen with a lot more, um, students, young adults, guys, girls, uh, both alike, just having them learn from leaders here. Yeah. And eventually, yeah, be in positions of leadership and yep. eventually put us out of a job. That's exactly That's what it. we want to do. Yeah. I mean, it's really what you what you want to do. So, um, But, yeah, I think it's cool. With You're in a good spot, too, Mike, because not only are you on staff, I'm part-time, but you're also able to take classes, so I'm sure you're just learning a ton right now. Mm -hmm. Not only are you learning the head knowledge, uh, but also, like, you're getting to put it into practice by teaching and all. So. Yeah. Uh, my next question, well, and it could be for either of you, both of you, but, you know, you've seen... Wait, 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 let's stop for a second, because oh. that, was, that was students. What, okay. about, what about you? Like, what are you seeing? Oh, okay. Right, so <laughs> uh, Gen Z is like 11 to 26, okay. I think, is the age that we're looking at. And so it really is uh, students just coming into student ministry, and then that's kind of peeking out right there with you yeah. for, for Mainspring. And so, like, yeah. what are some things you're seeing that are changing? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I have a mostly Gen Z, but yeah, some of the millennial generation of which I'm a part. And, you know, I often think about this ministry, and I've shared before, it, it's such a, a, an incredible ministry to be a part of, but it's also extremely difficult because, you know, you're working with people who are, for the very first time in their life, they're gaining their independence, they're, mm -hmm. they're getting jobs, they're going to school, they're getting yeah. relationships. Life is completely different than it had been for them when it was just them living at home with their parents or whatever. The structure of it. Yeah, everything. it's all different. And they're, they're trying to figure out what they believe. Um, they're, they're, they're seeking to make their faith their own. 
So there's just lots of ups and downs in the life of uh, college and 20-somethings. And so because of that, you see people fall off. You know, you see people come in excited and then all of a sudden where they go and and you might never hear from them again. Like, what was that all about? Yeah. But then you have others like Micah and, and, and some of our core that are just, they're there week in, week out. They're, they're a part of community. Um, they're, they're, they're close. They're tight. They check in with each other. They hang out outside of church. That's what I love to see. I love to see that, just the community. So, you know, we just did a series on biblical community because that's just so important going through the book of Acts and just, you know, what are some things that we can do that how they took care of each other in the book of Acts, how yeah. they how they sought after God with everything and God's presence was there and how they took care of each other and they they checked in on each other and they were real and it was authentic and, and, and raw. But uh, I, I love to see that in the lives of young adults. I think that's what we want to see, real authentic community. Um, but it's hard at the same time because there's lots of other things vying for their attention and for um, for their time. Uh, so there's some of those, um, the, the, the things that are difficult with youth ministry are, there, are similar in young yeah. adults ministry. But now mm-hmm. you, you have them, they are the ones that are deciding if I want to be a part of this. They're not being pushed right. by the parents to go to youth group or yeah. to Sunday school. It's now them making the decision for themselves. And so you know, we've always had a good core group. We've had many people come and meet their spouses and lifelong <laughs> friends. And, you know, I'd love to see that getting involved with missions. I think one of the things that we've seen coming back from the Cross Conference, um, which is a missions conference for 18 to 25-year-olds, is just the, the excitement, the, um, the passion for God's work around the world. Yeah. And I think that is being pushed, that's being driven by our young adults at the church. And then also, just in general, any time there's movements of God, revivals, most <laughs> of the time it's, it's youth yes. and young adults yes, involved Yes, I was with just going to say that. You know, Asbury College, <laughs> yep. um, just any of these uh, passion conference, cross conference, I mean, just any of those, there's young people. Uh, and so there's, it's a hard stage of life, yet also it's a time when they're the most passionate, and they're doing the most uh, work and growth of their faith. And so, I know I just shared a lot, but there's, <laughs> no. a, there's a lot of good stuff there to think yeah. about. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's difficult, and I think you're, you're hitting that point. Uh, for In ministry, there's nights I walk out of here after our youth group, and I'm like, oh, that was awesome. <laughs> and then, like, a couple of weeks ago, I'm sitting there, I'm teaching, and, and I was talking about uh, God being sovereign, and I'm like, so what's it mean that God's sovereign? And this is, I love God's sovereignty. It's something that I just take and I, I teach on so often. Yeah. And it's just like blank stares. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, no. Like, what is God's this is sovereignty? Really like, well, yeah. Yeah. So I'm sitting there. We're going through Romans. And, and Paul's like excited about uh-huh. all of this. And so I'm getting excited. And, and it's just, they're just like staring at me. And finally, there's a point I sat on the riser and I just laid back. And I was like, somebody just help me out here. You know? And it's just like, you walk out of there sometimes. And you're yeah. like, I thought we were going in a good direction, you know, and there's <laughs> right, just right. an off night, but uh, yeah, ministry gets hard uh-huh. because of that. You've got it's a it's kind of, it's a, it can be a roller coaster yeah. if, when students are just passionate and chasing after God, and then all of a sudden, you know, another and some n- nights you walk out and you're like, Did anyone get anything out <laughs> <Yes>! of it? Yes, <laughs> and you yes. feel a little defeated, and yeah, but then you might find out later on that you know, those nights where you're thinking. 
no one was with me. No one yeah. was engaging. And then later on, it's like someone shares something. Hey, that really spoke to me. You're like, what? <laughs> like, where did that come from? <laughs> that proves the spirit. Though. Right. That proves the Holy God's spirit, spirit's like, at work. It's in it's my weakness, <laughs> man. He's strong. And so thank goodness. That's so true. That's yeah. so true. Yeah. Yeah. So the next thing I want to talk about, kind of off of that, is just kind of thinking about how, you know, since you've been involved, Chris, with ministry, youth ministry for, you know, what was it, 12 years, how have you seen it change from when you first started to now. I mean, we mentioned a few things, social media, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But what other things have you seen, notice? What are the things that are difficult, but what are the things that are perhaps exciting now in youth ministry in this day and age? Yeah, yeah. I think here, here's what I've, over the years, uh, students just, students need to be heard, mm. right? And so uh, <clears throat> I guess I run things a little looser oftentimes because I'm like, I just want to hear what's going on in your life. And uh, even in our small group, when I uh, back when you were the youth pastor, I had the juniors and senior high guys, and I would walk in. And I never had really had any great idea of this is the direction I want to go because if if Micah was wrestling with whatever, like he would intrinsically just naturally bring those up in yeah. conversations. And so, man, it's really just stopping and listening to our students and yeah. what's going on in their life. Uh, yeah, they've got people telling them from social media to parents to teachers to right politics. Everything is just coming at them, telling them what they are supposed to believe and what they're supposed to be doing. And, and to be a voice that you can just sit there and just listen yeah. is so big. And then, right, and from that, be able to point them back to truth, be able to point them back to Jesus um, in so much of that, just even, you know, we we're sharing like in my weakness, man, the spirit, it, it proves the spirit's working. It's yeah. in my weakness that, that he's seen as strong. And so even as students are struggling to be able to be like, no, nah, man, like God looks big in this picture. Good. Yeah. Good. That's great. You got anything to add? I mean, I, I guess you have been involved <laughs> with youth ministry. Oh, you got- were in the youth group 10 years ago type thing. So, yeah. yeah. you know, I don't know if, how it's changed for you and kind of seeing, um, just seeing the difference of youth ministry then and now, but what's well, the danger is that if you make it, if you're a leader and you make it into what yours was, mm. then it might not do anything for your current students. Yep. And so I came from a different youth group, and so I just hopped into this one yeah. once I got here. Yeah. And so I wasn't trying to make it anything. I was trying to learn what works here. Yep. And so I've got junior high. I don't have the high school. So my, yeah. my small group is just made up of junior high guys. Yeah. And we'll try to stay on topic, but some weeks they just want to talk about Minecraft. And, <laughs> again, they just need to be heard. Right, and right, so right. I used to play Minecraft, and yeah. so we'll just... Hey, that's a connecting point. Yeah, sometimes that's what it takes, and then they get comfortable, and then the next week they're just on fire about a topic. Mm-hmm. And then... The next week, they are trying to play like rock, paper, scissors while one kid is talking about his heart struggles. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's it's something new every week, uh, and it's exciting each week. Um, and just, we're just laying foundations at this point. Yeah. Or we're not really doing it. They're having to choose what they are accepting into what they know. Yeah. Um, and so we're just... I feel like junior high is just there to listen to them and mm. show them that they're part of the body of Christ, yeah. uh, even at that age. And then the deeper questions happen, but more often they happen in 
high school and yep. they get into deeper thoughts then and they experience more of life and have questions. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so right, and so you're, you're trying to reach this vast uh, maturity, age. They're in all places spiritually. So from your experience, how have you done that well of, right? And so you're going from some someone over here who is unsaved that believes this is just a bunch of baloney, right? To the person over here who is a maturing believer uh, in student ministry or even with you in, in Mainspring. Like, how do you take and meet them all where they're at? How do you reach them all and and help to uh, encourage them all to move forward? Yeah. You're asking. Me I'm that. asking. Oh yeah, I'm gonna ask you the tough questions. Now. <laughs> okay, good. good. Well, I <laughs> this think was we, not on the script. No, even. it wasn't. <laughs> well, I think realizing that everybody's in a different place, yeah, and you know, uh, meeting them, meeting them exactly where they're at. I think that's that's just huge. And then listening, um, hearing them out, getting to know them. Relationships are huge for Gen Z. Uh, everything. Uh, is really done that the, the progress that you see, the growth that you see, is done through authentic relationships. So I think just hearing people, listening to them, um, and then when opportunities come, like sharing that good news. But uh, you know, uh, in the midst of that, asking good questions, helping them to come to the conclusions themselves, yeah. and not just trying to feed them answers. I think that's what past generations have tried to do. Which just said, "This is the answer," and whether you like it or not, like. This is it. So you got to believe this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and so I, I think... It's not the way they work. Right. right. No. No. We we really... Nobody really works like that. But I think we just in the past generations kind of accepted that. Yeah. But then we started losing students. We started losing young adults, leaving the church. And so I think people, leadership... We're thinking through that, rethinking that. All right, what are we doing? What do we need to, to do here? So I think getting back into like apologetics, getting back yeah. into like authentic relationships, uh, getting back to the basic truths of the gospel yeah. <laughs> instead of just trying to make it all fun and games, right? Yeah. Uh, and so I think that's something we've done from the very beginning is we've focused on being in God's word. Yeah. You know? It's fun to eat pizza and drink Mountain Dew. But, like, if that's what you're structuring everything around as an event and activity, then you're going to lose them. Yeah. Right? And so, you know, um, sharing the truth with them, um, even if they're really young, even if they might not understand some of it's going over their head, but just doing that, eventually they'll catch on. They'll, they'll, get, they'll get that, and they'll, they'll take root in yeah. their heart. Obviously, they're going to make that decision to believe that or not, um, we do our part by showing God's word. This is what we believe and, and why we believe it. All right, I'm gonna ask you another question off off script here. So if if right, we're gonna take and just lump student ministry as a whole. We just got done discussing out their individuals and meeting them where they're at. But if we if you looked at it as a whole, what is it that in student ministry that we could do uh, to better help prepare students for the next step when they come to you? When all of a sudden now they have all this freedom. Is there anything that in ministry-wise that we could do to help prepare students a little bit more for that next step? Well, I think in some ways you're already doing that. You know, you've created the student leadership team, putting them in in areas of leadership where they have to stand up. They have to kind of make those decisions. They're they're the ones that are um, planning events yeah. and activities and, and doing some teaching and doing mentoring of the younger students. So I, I think... That's one way for it to be solidified. 
their faith to be solidified is when they pass it on to somebody else. Yeah. Discipleship, you know, we're all about that here. And, you know, if we can find ways to implement our, you know, college and 20-somethings and our seniors in high school start mentoring, discipling the junior high kids, just go ahead and be doing that. I mean, I think that's a great way to do it. Yeah. Not only is it helping the younger kids, but it's helping them because once they pass on that faith, that solidifies it for, for both of them, really. Yeah. And realizing that to own your faith is, is actually to pass it on to somebody else. It's not just so you can have more head knowledge. It's not just so you can know what you believe and why you believe it. It's so that you can give it to somebody else. Yeah. To the next generation coming. So I think just, yeah, um, calling to the higher standard, um, putting them in positions of leadership, and having them pass it on. Yeah. I think is huge. Yeah. I remember growing up, my my uh, my folks intentionally placed certain people in my life that had influence with me. And I remember my dad, one time, he's like, you need to be doing this, you need to be doing this. And I was like, whatever, I don't feel like doing that. And then all of a sudden, my dad's buddy, who I thought was amazing at the time, he takes and uh, ends up, just happens to come over. And he was like, hey, have you ever thought about doing this? Which is the exact same thing my dad had been telling me. And yes. I'm like... Bro, that's the best idea ever, right? <laughs> and and so it comes it comes along with this idea of like let's build people around that can hold some influence over our yeah. students <clears throat> that are going to tell them the same truth that you would be telling them. And that's one thing I love about having we've got so many of the mainspring uh, people that are serving in student yep. ministry. And it's like, wait a second, they're the cool college guy, or <laughs> she's the cool college girl, and uh, and they're telling the exact same truth that I'm saying, but yep. they expect. They expect me to say what I say, right? In the yeah. position I'm in, and I got gray hair, and so they're expecting me. <laughs> hey, so have some hair. <laughs> I said he was old. <laughs> <laughs> you abuse. Uh, but yeah, so I think that's part of it, right? Yeah. We're, we're bringing and surrounding the students with uh, people that hold in old, hold influence, but they're telling them the same truth too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. So, what else gets you guys excited, fired up about student ministry? Our young adults ministry. Like, what are you? What's happening right now that is really getting you guys excited? What do you got, Micah? <laughs> um, throw you on the spot so I can think for a second. He yeah. likes doing that to people. I was about to do it to him. <laughs> uh, Take just, it. Yeah. Um, it's exciting to see how involved they're trying to be. Uh, we got different events coming up, and even my guys who don't have many expectations placed on them are putting themselves in that position where they're excited to go. They're excited to help people. Um, They want to go do what God has called them to do, and they know that truth. And so that's exciting because they're learning that on their own Mm -hmm. um, and applying it. And so they get to use that in small group. And so Mm -hmm. one student may completely know what one verse means but then he doesn't know what something else is and then mm-hmm. another student comes in and he's like that's what it means and that's great they help each other out and so i love I, seeing that happen when one of the other students can step in and share something yeah. and you we just get to sit back and <laughs> yeah. watch yeah you know? and as long as they're sharing what's true and it's scriptural or just true in general, then it's just like, just let it happen. Well, even if they're not saying the truth, then you're there, and then you get to exactly. help them you out can help. with pointing them in the <laughs> right, right direction. Right. Yeah. yeah, no, that's great. And so that's always exciting. Mm-hmm. When conversations happen, you can't help but get excited. Mm-hmm. 
good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think student ministry is so much of planting seeds. And so whenever you can see, like, all of a sudden a student get it on, and I'm not even just saying, like, get it of the gospel and been like, oh, I give God everything, give it, get it. But just like these little moments. And so I, I started when new students come in. Uh, to youth group, I always go up and, and the first question I have for him, I'm like, are you here because you want to be or did you get forced? <laughs> right? And it just tears some walls down yeah, a little bit. But man, uh, so many students are, are just authentic and they're like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. Like I got forced to be here. I'm like, hey man, I get it, but I'm glad you're here. Right? Because you're going to hear the gospel tonight. Yeah. And and so if it's just another seed planted. Uh, but I've, I got a student that a couple weeks back, we started a new series on Sunday mornings. On It's the Holy Sexuality Project by mm-hmm. Christopher Yuan, and he's yeah. talking about uh, holy sexuality and, and how God intended sex for us. And, and so we're going through our, with our high school students on this series. And here's this, this guy that has been coming for several months, but mm-hmm. is so disengaged, doesn't even sit with us part of the time, or he's sleeping or whatever. <laughs> and we start this, and all of a sudden we start talking about uh, culture's view of Christians. And this guy is up, and he's active, and he's intentional. Like, he's he's invested in this conversation okay. now. And I'm just like, oh, like, this is awesome, right? Like, here's a guy who uh, who's finally starting to get it at some degree, mm-hmm. like, Something's going off that that he's able to to see, mm. uh, even if it's even if it's this negative connotation of how Christians are viewed uh, in our culture. But like he's he's invested now in this conversation, and so whether it's that or we had uh, our retreat this last fall, we had a student. She was like, "Hey, my um, I know now my next step in in following God's will is baptism." Yeah, right. And so these are huge steps for students to be taken. So whether it's just a small thing or a big one like baptism, salvation, uh, man, I, that gets me fired up. Even just good conversation yeah. when they when they start arguing back and forth, you know, they're <laughs> like, oh, "Is it pre-millennial or post-millennial?" You know, and they'll start these conversations, and it's one of those times, like you said, you just sit back and just let them go for yeah. it. Yeah, but. They have to study. They have to have knowledge to be able to defend their side. And so it's pretty cool seeing students, like, getting it. Yeah, I love to see, yeah, with youth and young adults owning their faith. I had a young adult come up to me this past weekend. was just like, hey, I want to join the church. How do I do that? That's awesome. It's like, I didn't ask them. It's like, just come to me. Um, Maybe someone else was talking to them about it. But it's just... It's it's just an example of them owning their faith. Yeah. I want to be more invested here. I want to be more involved. Yep. All right, lastly... um, what are the things, what are the ways you guys see God working specifically here at Edgewood with our students and our young adults? Yeah, yeah. I, man, it is, it's good to see what's going on. That um, You know, I don't measure the, uh, the ability of a youth group based on numbers, but by numbers, it's more people that are here in the gospel, more mm-hmm. seeds that are being planted. The student ministry continues to grow. Uh, I've got I've got new leaders that are coming in. Uh, it's interesting that God's sovereign, right? Yeah. Like I've got one leader who's getting ready to step out because she's pregnant. She thinks that I need to take care of my baby, <laughs> but uh, I've on, already man. got other people. <laughs> I've already we love her. Yeah. We've already got other people that are. <laughs> <laughs> we can edit that out, right? No, <laughs> keep that in. Yeah. But but we've already got other people that are are calling up, and I just got a, a phone call today. Hey, like I'm interested in serving in this area, and so yeah. just watching God being sovereign over it all, 
And it just comes down to what uh, you've laid such a good foundation is that this youth group, we have a good time, man, and we laugh and we have joy. Uh, but when it comes down to it, we're digging in. Like, I, it's so interesting. I'm teaching stuff that is stuff that I learned in college, going yeah. through Bible college, yeah. you know, and these students are, are just eating it up. Yeah. And this idea that our students are incapable of understanding theology just blows my mind. I'm like, you guys, they're just eating it up. They can do trigonometry. They yeah. can do theology. Yeah, it was the same thing for me because a lot of this, the stuff that um, I heard in college and um, after that, even in some in grad school, I mean, all of that, it's like I hadn't heard any of that in youth group when I was growing up yeah. in high school. So now they're kind of learning it. They're getting started at a younger age. And I think it's important start having them think through some of those concepts and those deep theological issues that are important to our faith. Yeah. It's, it's huge. Yep. You know, I love to see that, you know, we're sending a lot of youth and young adults to mission trips this summer. That was what I was going to bring up. 30 of yeah. us total going to Belize, um, several more going to Mexico. Uh, so I just love that, that we're just, um, you know, upping the, the temperature on, the importance of, of missions. We don't just talk about it. We yeah. do it. And uh, just creating more opportunities for them. Even even we're bridging the gap on, on generations because yeah. the mission trip you're talking about to Belize, we're taking a bunch of high school students, but we're also taking uh, some men for a building project. Yep. And so we're crossing generations all over the place. Yeah. Man, it's cool to see, like, being the church. You talked about the Acts 2 church. Yeah. You know how they're living life together and sacrificing and spending time in prayer. And yeah. like, we're, I, I think we're, we've caught a vision of that here and we're doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Mike, you got anything else, man? Well, you mentioned earlier, maybe at the 28 minute mark, uh, that <laughs> baptism is like a big step for a student, but that's a big step for a Christian. Yeah. And so. Yeah. I think youth ministry is really fun in that way of that um, you see you see in ministry all the time other ministries um, older people who had a rough life and mm. then came to Christ yeah. and then they're getting baptized and then we'll have baptisms where there'll be some eighty year old and a ten year old yes. in the same yep. same body of water yeah. <laughs> and it's exciting to see that because they are walking with the same God mm. and they get to start that without all that pain. Mm. I mean, they'll go through life and sure. they'll fight battles and trials and uh, hopefully they'll get through them, but uh, they're choosing to start that earlier. And I think that's always encouraging to see. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good word. Yeah, we're even talking in Romans tonight, you know, that we're one body. And you see so you talk about this 80-year-old being baptized at the at the same time that you've yeah. got a, a 10-year-old or uh, being baptized. And it's like, man, like, it just shows, like, one's the hand, one's the foot, man, but we're all part of the same body. Bringing, you know, with in, in Romans uh, 13 is where we're hitting it. It's like, and the purpose of it is to glorify God. Mm -hmm. Speaking of baptism, we have <laughs> this baptism plug, service shameless shameless plug. Plug. coming oh up the 24th gosh. and 25th. So if you're not baptized, if that's your next step, please contact us here at the church. We'd love to talk with you. And uh, yeah, we already have 10 or 12 people this that be are awesome. going to be involved with that. And so that's coming up here soon. Well, thanks guys so much for joining us, being a part of this conversation today. And thanks for tuning in to the Edgewood 4G podcast. If you do us a favor, uh, just uh, give us a rating and review. Uh, you can share this link, uh, this video, and 
We think it's great when people can hear about what's going on in the youth ministry, young adults ministry here at Edgewood, because sometimes people don't always know what's yeah. happening in those ministries as they meet different nights. So um, uh, yeah, I'm just glad we're able to have this conversation. Please pray for these ministries. Uh, but again, thanks so much for joining us today.